If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world, and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Stark. Hello, everyone, and happy Wednesday from the studio here in Atlanta, Georgia. You are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network, and today's show is all about how good websites can get great results. Is it possible? You better believe it. <laughs> it really is. Uh, you can actually get your small business website launched quickly and include key elements in your website that will position or tell your story and position your product and resolve your customer's pain so that you can get results fast. But there's also back-end components of that website that you have to consider too. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if your website is something that you're going to be doing yourself, um, these will be good key things to keep in mind. Now, I have about 150 different things on my brain. You guys know that I am the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Start Studios. And I come to you every Wednesday with <clears throat> these, what I call, oh, I don't know, little lessons and marketing, little workshops, mini workshops. And... Uh, and I love it. Times I have like 950 things on my brain. So right now I'm thinking ar around a class I'm teaching in April and May on social media. Um, the class materials that go along with that, a book I'm writing about those same materials and how they relate to the show Friends. How's that? <laughs> so if I launch into some bizarre um, diatribe, customer profiles, you'll know where my brain's at right now. Sorry. Um, but today's about your website, so I'm going to try to stay on So stick with me. We're going to start out with um, the must-have behind-the-scenes elements, the things that nobody, but if they made it to your website, all of these things are functioning properly. Now, I have to say, I talked to a customer of mine this morning. <clears throat> I got a giggle. He was, um, he is a member of an, what's the word, an organization, a um, nonprofit group of therapists here in Atlanta. Uh, a great guy. He is one of the many of those therapists that I have created a website for, including the group itself. And we were chatting and he said, Lindy, I have to tell you, I am booked out. He said, I don't keep a waiting list because I don't have that kind of bandwidth. Too much to keep up with. I would rather refer somebody because by the time that they, uh, by the time that I have a space open up, they've moved on. So it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, that's cool. He said, but since we built the website, I'm completely booked up and I'm having to refer out more and more people. And I just kind of laughed. So, well, you know what that tells me? is that all of my SEO is working just like it should. And he got a giggle and he said, well, then I have to tell you that all of the colleagues that you built websites for that I refer people out to you are also booked up. <laughs> and I just laughed. I thought that was so funny. It makes me happy, makes my heart sing when I get um, fun little tidbits of information like that. And he also said that he had gotten a nice compliment on the new look of the website, which I appreciated because design is uh, design is one of those things that I truly love. And sometimes I wish I could share that with you as I'm sitting here talking. Um, but anyway, so those are some of my website ones for today that I wanted to share. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, for putting wonderful people and wonderful products in front of me. But we're not talking about me. We're not talking about that. We're talking about you. So um, there are the behind-the-scenes must-have components of a website. If you're building it yourself, 
here's where we're going to start. A reliable web hosting service. That seems like so basic, doesn't it? There are, um, and they all have their pros and cons, every one of them. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you pull up the pros and cons list, first few results are going to be by bloggers who've monetized or, or become affiliate marketers for these websites. So you're going to see their top five, their top ten, whatever. And if you their blog post, they're going to make money on it. Yes, you can do the same thing. If this gets your gears spinning, let me know. But I just want to make you aware that that's how that works. So their comparisons might be solid, but also might be a little skewed. So if you see <clears throat> in the big comparison chart that they throw at you, two or three hosting services that you like, that you think would be ideal for you, then I say go to each one and do a deep dive. Now, how deep do I want you to dive? Eh, scratch the surface stuff. Read the key attributes about each of the platforms, how they help you with SEO, are they mobile optimized, do you have to do it yourself, blah, 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 blah. You can go even deeper than that because each one of those will likely offer you a 14-day free trial. Give it a shot. See what you think. Here's where the rubber, if you're doing this yourself, you're going to get into the site builder and see if it truly is user-friendly to your level, level of user, user ability. Does that make sense? So get a free trial on everyone. It'll look a little convoluted to begin with. But take a day, build a sample homepage in each one, see which one's easier to use for you. I can tell you pluses and minuses of all of them. I've pretty much used all of them. <laughs> I've used GoDaddy. Uh, I've used Homestead. I have used Wix, Squarespace, Weebly, uh, Shopify, if you've got a huge e-commerce website that you're working on. Um, there are a multitude of host services website builders out there. So, like I said, depending on what you're trying to do, pick your top three, sign up for that 14-day free trial, and build yourself a little website. Now, I'm... I don't think any of them charge you credit card information in advance. I'm sitting here thinking through. Um, GoDaddy might double check that. But I know Wix and Squarespace specifically don't. They let you build it. If you build it, they will come kind of thing. Um, so there you go. A reliable web hosting services. Like I said, they all have their merits. Some are more design oriented. Some are more mobile optimization oriented, some are easier SEO. Uh, all of them, if you pick a template, I will tell you again, be careful how you stack your headers because Google is looking at your headers. Um, you've got uh, on Square, Squarespace, I think gives you three, heading one, two, three. So that's what Google's gonna be looking for. On Wix, you've got six. Um, so just be careful. Try not to reuse um, designers when they create the templates. They create these headers so that they're different in size and font and format So um, to differentiate them, right? Because you want to call out different sections. But seeing is that how, that's how Google sort of follows the track of your site and sees that as part of your SEO. It's looking for those specifically and keywords in those headers. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to stack them through six or one through three, but you definitely don't want to have one, one, two, 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 three, or three, three, two, one, one, one. You know what I mean? So try to keep it one, two, three, and then you can format your paragraph text however you want it to look. It can look like a header, but it's not a header. Okay, it's not heading tag. All right. So, um, like I said, experiment, play around, decide which one 
is better suited for you because everybody has a certain comfort level, right? <clears throat> it's different for everybody. Um, I started, it, it made me giggle the other day because I came across this, this material that my mom, <laughs> God love her, um, saved. But I went to this little computer camp when I was 12 called CompuCamp up at Young Harris College. And back then we were programming Apple IIEs and we were creating rocket ships out of characters and writing the program to make them launch and land. <laughs> that was back in the day. I think I'm telling my age. Um, so I've been doing this a long time. And I remember I worked in DOS forever. And when Windows came out, it was like Mars to me. It was so weird. So weird. <laughs> now, um, like the the simpler the platform gets, the harder it is for me to figure out. Like, I just work better in DOS AS400, Apple IIe, HTML, early Windows speak. <laughs> so, but everything's very familiar is what I'm getting around to saying. Um, so that looking at the design and programming end of a website doesn't bother me where it might bother some. Okay, so all that said, you'll find it, you're going to get there. Um, basics of SEO. I'm going to skip directly over to SEO because I'm going to, and I'm going to make it quick because we could do an entire show on SEO. Um, things you have control of on the back end, your page names, your meta tags, um, page descriptions, that sort of thing. On the front end, you've got keyword usage in your copy. Um, don't, do not, and this is a lesson I will beat into you, um, <laughs> quite literally if you challenge me on it, but don't keyword stack. Don't hide them in invisible text. Don't layer them upon layer them upon layer them. Um, use them, use them wisely, use them in your heading tags. Heading tags don't have to be short, they can be long, um, and you can, you can use your critical keywords and still get a descriptive sentence out in a heading tag, it's all good, but don't repeat over and over and over and over and over again because Google will look at you and just laugh and turn around and run the other way. So um, there you go. Uh, another critical part of SEO these days is backlinking. Um, backlinking from other websites kind of shows your authority in the grand scheme of things. So um, Google's going to look at Google being all of them. They're going to look at how many links link back to your site. So if you can work cooperatively with other people in your field or people in complementary fields and post to each other's blogs or guest post on each other's blogs and link back to your website, yay you. It's a great situation to set up uh, and I highly recommend it. <clears throat> Do not ever go to the people on Fiverr and say, yes, please build my SEO by linking this post too because it's going to go to a bunch of sites and places you don't want it to go. All right. Um, we are already here at our first break. So you are listening to Unstoppable <laughs> on Inspired Choices Network. We are talking about websites and their fabulous key components. And we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 
10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. If you have any questions about the show today, we are talking about the critical components of a website, a successful website, and um, <clears throat> how to use those to get results, right? So if you have any questions, feel free to dial in or pop into our chat room. We would love to hear from you and answer any one-on-one -on -one questions you might have. Um, you're also welcome to my website, www.unstoppablestart.com. I am coming to you in that studio today, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you have there as well. Now, back to these websites. All right, we're just going to dive right on back in. Um, the next part, so we've talked about the reliable web hosting service and kind of some differences in there. Um, we have talked about the basics of SEO, the very, very basics of SEO. Now we're going to go into analytics. So if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me talk over and over again until I was blue in the face about, <laughs> about how to reach your target audience, target audience. Um, and analytics tools help you do that. Now, um, just about every web host builder um, has plugins, depending on what it is. If it's WordPress, it's a plugin. If it's uh, Squarespace, you have apps that you can attach to your website. And in this whole of apps, there is analytics tools that you would more than likely pay extra for. Some of them have built-in analytics, like minimal Squarespace and Strikingly both have minimal built-in analytics. Um, Wix does not. Wix is an add-on. I think there's a free trial and then you pay for a little bit. But one of the things you can do, be bold about this. Don't be afraid to try it. Um, if you don't already have one, create a Google account. Uh, sign up to use Google Analytics. Get your Google Analytics code and embed that code on your website. It's easy to do. Whatever host service you has, have likely has a tutorial how to do that. There's likely a global site tag and other things that have to be um, married to your site. And once that's done, then um, you can log into your Google Analytics and see some of the key things that you need to know about what people find on your site, which pages they spend the most time on, um, how well the different elements of your site are, it's Google Analytics is super, super fun to use if you get into the numbers. If you don't mind poking around and getting lost, uh, or if you don't mind taking a 17-hour class on how to use Google Analytics. <laughs> Just giving you a heads up. Mother Google runs the world like the girls. So uh, just be prepared for that. Anything that Google does, they they laugh at us and say, oh, it's so easy. And it is if you're in it every single day and it's your career. But if it's not, then it's it's a lot. I just, I'm not going to lie to you. I've already told you that. I'm very honest and upfront and transparent. Um, most Google probably me nuts. <laughs> so there, but use them because they can give you really good information. Um, so that's what I've got. But use an analytics tool so you kind of see what's going on. Um, a lot of the analytics tools, and I think even the basic ones, can tell you what kind of devices are being used to look at your site, definitely what pages are being looked at the most or what blog post or what have you. Um, Google Analytics will break it as far down as, you know, 
the gender of the people who are coming in, their location. You can get really deep into their location instead of just seeing like by state or by region or by country, like a lot of the analytics tools do. So, um, so it has. I'm not gonna. It has its merits. I'm not trying to sell you away from it. It's definitely a product worth using. Don't be afraid of it. That's all I'm saying. Just don't be afraid of it. <laughs> don't let it be that dreaded thing you do every morning. The the excitement of seeing who your potential customer is that person. Because it's going to help you create what you need to create to draw in. Okay? That's why you use an analytics tool. Um, okay, so for those of you with product, you're going to want to make sure you have a web host builder that has an inventory management piece involved. Now, you might have a separate inventory management system, and that's cool if you do. I get it. Some of you might still be using an Excel spreadsheet to manage inventory and doing counts every week because you're, you know, you're working out of your basement and you've got six shelves that are 18 feet long. Who knows? Everybody's different. Um, I will tell you, uh, Shopify is... Fabulous host if you are going to work with an inventory management system that is also a wonderful shopping cart. Um, when the last time I used Shopify, it was still kind of tight on uh, its flexibility around design, but you could work around it with good graphic design. Um, so Shopify is a very, very... Uh, valid option for cart type services, especially if you've got thousands of products and variants like colors and sizes. Like if you have t-shirts that you want to sell and you've got extra small through triple XL and you've got white, green, yellow, purple, blue, orange, red as far as colors, but the design is the same. Like you can set up your variants based on that. So Shopify is a great option and it integrates really easily with other design-oriented sites. So you could integrate it with Squarespace or Wix, um, or you could have it as a standalone platform. Or if you have something like um, Infusionsoft that you use for a CRM, and you're using Infusionsoft with landing pages, and then you want, you know, like you want to have a, a specific landing page for this great new spring t-shirt line, um, and then you could integrate your Shopify cart from there because though Infusionsoft doesn't accept payments, I don't know that they would be a great shopping cart type service. So just some things to consider. So, and, But the, the beautiful thing about all of this is that Shopify, Squarespace, Wix, all of them allow you to set the inventory on your product. So whether you're doing manual counts or whether <laughs> you're... Um, using your shopping cart to manage your inventory, um, as soon as a person buys a piece of your inventory, it won't it down. And then when you get low on inventory, it will alert you. So solid inventory management is super helpful. Um, and again, Shopify is just one of those that I recommend. Okay, so we're going to step in a little bit to what components visitors will see. <laughs> this is this is on the design writing side, so this is the part that I enjoy as well. Um, things you will see and things that Google will see. This is one of one of those double-edged things. Um, a mobile friendly theme or template something that is mobile optimized. Now, why is that important to Google? Well, that's one of its little tick marks on SEO. You have to be mobile friendly. You have to have a fast page load. Uh, so be mindful of those things. If you are purchasing stock art from a site like Shutterstock or Getty or whatever, um, you have options for different sizes, small, medium, and large. Large and a high-resolution print. Small is what you want on your website or in an email. <laughs> Just 
just remember that. So if you buy one, if you buy it, you can go and download the other sizes. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Just make sure when you download it to label it small, medium, or you know what you're using it for. Um, so that's going to help optimize your page, uh, your page load is having files that are appropriately sized. Um, but mobile-friendly template and theme is something your customers are going to see as well as Google. So why is that important? Well, a lot of people don't sit at a computer like, you know, when they're doing their shopping or looking around. They're sitting in carpool looking at their phone or they're on the couch at night while the kids watch TV or do their homework looking at tablet. Um, so tablets and phones not just phones, but tablets and phones are considered mobile. Laptops are also considered mobile. You'll find that the different size laptop screens and resolutions will affect your mobile optimization as well. So nine times out of 10, it's gonna work better if you use a site builder that is going to optimize for you because it will recognize screen size resolution across the board and automatically optimize your site based on what it sees. Some of them make you do the optimization by hand. And depending on how you've built your site, if you're not grouping things together, then it doesn't group things together. So you go in and look at it on the mobile friendly side of the platform and everything's out of order and you're having to rearrange and so if you do this do a little front-end research on mobile optimization and find out how the site builder expects you to do your mobile optimization beforehand just so you know it's not painful um, but if the site if the desktop site is expecting you to group things so they stay together when they're mobile optimized you need to know that in advance because you can do it as you go instead of going, oh my God, oh, I've got to go back through 15 pages of content and group all this stuff together and I don't want to do that. That's when it becomes painful. <laughs> okay, so there is your mobile-friendly lesson today. Now, we're going to go to break again in a minute, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the sections of your website that visitors expect to see and sort of what expect to see in them. Um, so those types of things include like video, um, your products and services. We're gonna just dive in and, and see what those things are and what makes them important to the success of your website. That said, you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back to talk about web websites in just a minute. Stay tuned. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back. Okay, so um, you are listening to Unstoppable Inspired Choices Network. We are talking today about uh, the key components of successful websites. Awesome. There are lots of them. (laughs) We can't deep dive into every one, so you're kind of getting the 30,000-foot view. Um which is cool. I say that to say, if you have questions and you don't want to jump into the chat room or call in, uh, feel free to reach out to my, me on my website, www.unstoppablestart.com, uh, and give your small business marketing the unstoppable start it deserves. Uh, also, if you're local to Atlanta, I have partnered up with Janetta Patton at Jay's um, Jay's Kitchen Culinary Incubator. She has a fabulous space and a fabulous product, but she and I are together uh, to do one thing, and that is to help small businesses with their marketing. So I am going to be teaching classes in April and May, uh, different times, Totally same curriculum in April as in May. Uh, The first class is on social media. And the second class is understanding your marketing mix and how to use it to develop campaigns that not only reach your target audience, but communicate with them. Engage them. That word engagement will keep coming up. So if you're in the Atlanta area, um, be sure to check it out. I'm going to get a blurb up on the website, I promise. I know it's not up there. Janetta, if you are listening, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is running behind. I've been designing storefronts the last two days. So so that's been fun, but I get very uh, involved when I do design work. So... But we're not talking about me today. We're talking about you. And now it's time to move on to the essential pieces of website content that they're going to look for when they visit your website. Now, this might seem somewhat obvious. (laughs) Just one of those things. We've talked about, you know, the platform and the SEO and the things behind the scenes. But now it's upfront and personal. So first things first, your homepage. Have a homepage. What are you going to have on the homepage? Well, let's make sure that you've got a beautiful design that is eye-catching and engaging, that you have solid content that not only speaks to your SEO, speaks to your potential client, and you have a CTA. What is a CTA? Well, it's a lovely little acronym that gets thrown around a lot. It's called a call to action. It's that download now, tour today, uh, buy now, that little button. That's your call to action. And it links the person who's looking at your site directly to what it is they came to your site to look for. So if it's a landing page, it could download the app now. Or click here to download the ebook, free ebook. Uh, if it's a website, it could be check out our new products. <laughs> that little, yep, that little CTA button. That's it. I love it. Um, so, yes, make sure you have a call to action on your website. Key component tip. Huge tip, number old tip of the day. The most critical content for your website needs to be above the fold. Now, I realize that's a newspaper term. I get it. There's a reason why that's a newspaper term. 
because remember how newspapers folded in the middle? And what you would see was anything above the fold. If it was on the newsstand, you would see it sitting there face up. And you would see it with its headline of the day, picture, uh, definitely the name of the newspaper, what edition it was, what date it was, all that's above the fold, top headlines above the fold. So if there's something you want to communicate to your client, make sure it's above the fold. It's in that header. For me, um, on my website, above the fold is navigation, my logo. My navigation speaks a lot to what I do, which I am grateful that I can do that. And then it's my uh, philosophy video, philosophy, my company philosophy, which is all about the passion, the desire uh, of becoming a successful small business. What does that take? Uh, I try to communicate that visually as well as in words. The video encompasses both. Um, but that's, for me, for what I do, that's what it's about. So when it comes to what you do, whether you sell coffee or empanadas or T-shirts, make sure that what you want visitors to know is above that fold. Now, a critical part to above that fold and another piece that Google needs to understand is that you are an active participant in the daily use updating of your website. Change up that information. Don't let it sit there. Now, if I will, I will hand some of you this. If you use your website as a business card, case in point, client I mentioned earlier who we just updated his website, and he said he was so booked out, he was referring people out. He uses his website. <laughs> he was not concerned at all with SEO, but I SEO'd him anyway. Um, he uses his website as a business card. So updating it isn't as important to him as it might be to you. If you are actively seeking clients, you better be updating that website. Don't talk to a marketer about our own marketing. You practice what I preach. You don't do what I do. <laughs> Update your website regularly. doesn't have to be weekly unless you've got that kind of product. I mean, spring is in, what, a half days a week? Um, you might have a spring line that you've been pushing. Now's that time that you're going to push it that much harder. Here are the hot t-shirts. Here's what everybody's looking for. Hey, we don't just serve empanadas for lunch. We serve biscuits for breakfast. Hey, we just came out with a new decaf coffee. Hey, we just paired our coffee with a new recipe. Hey, we just created a new dessert with our coffee. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I hope it's getting my point across that you do not need to let your website sit there and stagnate. And I know, believe me, I know how hard it is. You don't see me going in to update my website all the time. Heck, it's probably got updates in there that I haven't even published yet because I get halfway through something and the client calls and needs something else and I'm off and running. And then my kid needs something. I, I get it. You can't be the be-all, end-all to everybody. We all know this. This is why there are marks in the world for you to pick up the phone and call. It does not have to be me. There are thousands upon thousands of us. We all could use a phone call today. If you can't do it, call somebody who can. I promise we're not going to charge you for something we don't do. Not shysters. We know what we're doing. Give us a call. All right. So update your website, folks. Now, what do you do? What products, what services do you offer? Again, this is a story that can be told both in 
uh, text and in visuals. It can be done in video, it can be done in single image copy. There are lots of different ways to talk about this, but if you have product, your best and biggest storyteller is going to be the visual. Professional visuals. Part of what I offer clients is photography. I have one client that produced dental burrs. Tiny little dental burrs. You know those little things the dentist get in and they drill out your teeth so they can fill the cavity? <laughs> Macro photography is what it takes to photograph a dental burr. Yes, they all need to have the same background. They need to be well lit and you need to be able to see the content and contour of the diamonds on those dental burrs. Just like you would a leather purse, an empanada with a nice little orchid bloom sitting next to it on a plate. People want to see the details in the product, share the product, let it be visual. It's okay. You don't necessarily have all the time in the world to read about it unless you say hot at 11 a.m. All right. Make sure you talk about your products and services. Um, you definitely want people to understand who you are, your story. Don't have to give them a lot of information. This is not your CV. This is your story. And we've talked about it. Authentic, authenticity, transparency, and honesty. These are the keys to telling a solid about us story. Why do you do it? How'd you get started? Why do you love it? Marketing because I love to use both sides of my brain daily. <laughs> you would think that being a business owner and a mom and managing a household would be enough. No, I had uh, because I like to be creative and I like to be analytical. I like to tell a story, uh, both visually and with content. Uh, I just and I love seeing who's seeing it and writing to them. Yesterday I was creating Facebook campaigns that were geared one campaign towards men, one campaign towards women, one campaign towards Eric for the same property. What changed amid all of that? The images were different. Content was different. <laughs> so you have to know your audience. Um, and your audience wants to know you. So tell your story. And just be honest. Be honest about who you are and why you, why you do what you do. I do it because I love it. I do it because I want to help people. But tell your story. They're going to benefit from that connection with you, and you're going to benefit from their connection with you. All right. We're going to take another break. Uh, you are listening to Unstoppable on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back. We are in our last few minutes of this show on websites and these fabulous key components to making them successful. So I'm just going to keep rolling um, right on through these last few so that you understand the, important, uh, the importance of tying up the loose ends. 
Um, we've made it through our homepage and the critical pieces of the, which is authenticity, transparency, and honesty. <laughs> Tell your story. Um, you definitely want to have a contact, a way to contact you. Um, if customer service is a huge piece of what you do, meaning you sell product and people need to reach you for the good, bad, and the ugly, then you make sure people can get you. Don't be one of those shysters. You've come across them. If you've bought a product recently, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The only way to get to them is through email. Are they going to respond? Meh. If they're a legit company, yes. If they're not, no. And that can be really frustrating. So be on the up and up, do the right thing. Um, I get that uh, if your information is not private, uh, if you have your telephone number, your email address in the footer of your page, on your contact page, however you choose to do it, I get that you can get spam. I get it. I do. Um, but I put that information out there so people can reach me if they have a question. It's not private information. It's public public information. It would be like my number phone book. Uh, I just know what to look for when it comes to scam artists these days, so I don't worry too much about it. <laughs> if you ever get an email from somebody who says, I'd like to talk to you about building a website, but I need to know, can you accept a credit card? It's a scam. Um, so make it, make it easy for people to get in touch with you, whether they're reaching out to you through a contact form, um, there's an address that they can buy a telephone number, an email address. Uh, make it easy for people to get in touch with you. Other essential pieces of this, um, it's good to capture data, whether it's for specials and sales or tips or a newsletter. Make sure there's an opt-in form somewhere. It's usually good if you use it as a pop-up. Um, just be sure to tell people that their privacy is important and that um, they can opt out anytime, critical pieces of that, um, and also what they'll be receiving. Like, don't just give them a generic opt-in. Tell them what they're going to be getting. With this, you'll be getting blah, 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 a monthly newsletter, weekly tips about whatever. Okay. Um, make sure if you have a presence, and if you don't, you are far behind the ball on this, folks. Um, so, Take advantage of your social media presence <laughs> and be sure to put your social media icons and widgets on your website. Make it easy for people to like, follow, and share. Okay? There's lots of different ways to do that, um, but most of the platforms have drag and drop uh, social media platform widgets. So take advantage of that and make it easy on people. All right. Also, be sure you have copyright notice. Um, copyright notices are there for a reason. Um, everything on the web is, seriously, everything on the web can be stolen, reused, um, and a copyright notice is not going to stop that. Uh, nine times out of ten, a copyright is implied and not a true copyright. <laughs> um, so, but have your copyright notice on the web so that people understand that you're not messing around when it comes to your content. You put a lot of time and effort in that, and hopefully they share um, and use your name instead of just copy and paste and borrow. That's what we all hope, right? Um, be sure that your copyright notice shows. It can be in your footer. Make sure it has the current year so that people know that you're updating has a year and has a current year. Um, we want to make sure that people understand that you're in there often. Also, it's really important to have a policy. Um, that's going to make it easier for people to want to opt in. It's very simple to come up with a privacy policy. Uh, that is one of those things that you can literally copy and paste off of just about anything and reformat to fit your need. Um, they're pretty generic. There truly isn't a need to pay an attorney to come up with a privacy policy. I will say this, 
Um, if you work with clients overseas and you are not familiar with the GDPR, um, if you're capturing data at all from the European, European Union, you need to have uh, a notice of use of cookies and um, a privacy policy that speaks specifically to the G GDPR. So do your research and make sure you're using that. I have clients that come to me from all over the world um, to chat and visit my website. They visit my website from all over the world. So um, I, I have my GDPR notice up and my cookie notice up as well. So be sure you're, you are practicing. That's just good standard practice. Um, so that's the kind of thing that people are going to look for. And then finally, you want to make sure that if you do sell products, and this is lastly but not, not leastly, and this is definitely what most people are going to think is common sense, but it's not. Some people just don't know. And if you're not, if this isn't what you do every day, you're not going to think about it. But there's this thing that connects your product to you actually receiving payment, and it's called a shopping cart. And your shopping cart need to be collect, connected to however it is you're going to accept payment. There's lots of different ways to accept payment. Um, you can do it through the use of PayPal integration or pay buttons. You can integrate with Stripe. You can set up a merchant account with your bank and integrate it that way. I think there's lots of different things that you can do <laughs> to receive payment. You can choose to receive a check in the mail or meet somebody at a desired location and exchange cash. It's completely up to you. But you have to have a way for a person to get a product to a cart or a request to purchase a product and then pay you. That is the last piece of that puzzle and that is something that people are going to expect to see if you sell a product. Service is a little bit different. What I do, I mainly contract with people, so I get a lot of checks in the mail, but I allow people to pay me via credit card as well. Uh, it can be a very intimidating process setting all of this stuff up. So again, you need to be the be-all, end-all to your customer. Let a marketing professional be your be-all, end-all to reach your audience. All right, that is wrapping up our show on the essential components of a successful website. I hope you'll be unstoppable. Until next week, this is Lindy Chafin-Start. Take care. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you